Baker Mayfield, undraftable, off my board. The Cleveland Browns select Baker Mayfield. Welcome into the OBR Film Breakdown, brought to you by the good folks at TickPick.com, who, by going to TICKPICK.com slash breakdown, will meet you with a $10 offer for your first purchase on the website when you use them to buy tickets for any sporting event or concert, whatever you would like to do. If you're going to the Browns game Sunday, perhaps you want to turn the page like everybody else, go watch and play the Lions, get $10 off your first use again. T-I-C-K-P-I-C-K dot com slash breakdown, tickpick.com, the original no-fee site, where if you do happen to find a cheaper seat on another site, they will match that difference up to 110%. So take advantage of the offer at tickpick.com slash breakdown. Get your cheap tickets today. So I have zero desire to spend a lot of time talking about this game. And if somebody sits here to tell you that they have all the answers for a 45-7 to beating that the Browns suffered in New England, then they're probably lying to you, in my opinion, because they there were so many things that went wrong in this game, it's hard to really put it into words right now. The film must be consumed, and the grades will be released, and it'll be ugly, and I don't really have a ton to say about the statistics, other than there's one pretty defining statistic if you look at it, and it really is a a statistic that speaks to the whole season for the Cleveland Browns. On third down in this game, they were one of 11 on their own side. Whenever the Browns get to third down this season, they have been pretty putrid among other teams. Listen, we're going to have to, I don't have the ranking right now, and I'll give that to you in the offense podcast, but they are nightmarish when it comes to third and long scenarios. You know, that feeling in your stomach when it's third and seven or more when the Browns are on offense, that is that is uh that's not good. And it and it definitely is indicative of the big problem going on with the Cleveland offense. That if they can't do what they did on the first drive, which is run for sixty yards and sprinkle in a couple of designed open play action plays, they are not consistent at gaining yardage through the air and uh it is um <laughs> it's it's a problem and it's disappointing on so many levels i mean the browns get to their second possession after the 11 play 84 yard drive to open the game their second possession third and seven intercepted terrible read by the quarterback terrible throw intercepted returned all the way down to the cleveland five yard line next play touchdown and it goes on and on Right, This goes on and on. It is not an isolated situation here. When you go one for 11, it's because you can't convert any third down that involves actually pushing the the football downfield. The Browns go for 217 yards to 452 for New England. 58 plays to 62. That's all cool and stuff to, to have a high volume of plays. But Cleveland went for 3.7 yards per play. It's by far their worst of the season. To 7.3 by New England. Net rushing yards, by far the most yards given up on the ground for Cleveland this year, is 
They gave up 184 total. 20 carries, 200 yards for sorry, 20 carries, 100 yards, two touchdowns for Ramondre Stevenson. Uh, Kendrick Bourne, three carries, 43 yards and reverses. Bolden, three carries, 32 yards. J.J. Taylor, six carries, 11 yards. And uh, Brian Hoyer took a couple knees for negative two. Passing yards, 268 to 118. Yes, the Cleveland Browns threw for 118 yards. Neither of their quarterbacks topped 100 yards. Case Keenum, obviously doing mock-up duty, went for 81 yards. And Baker Mayfield went 11 of 21 for 73 yards with a touchdown and an interception. Um, The highlight of the game is clearly the Browns' opening 84-yard drive, which Dearness Johnson got three-fourths of his rushing yards in that time. He ends up going 19 for 99. I thought he played really hard. Kudos to him. He's a nice, he's definitely an NFL running back. He's he's a fun player. Um, he actually ended up catching the most passes. He had eight targets. He had seven catches for 58 yards. So he even did the large portion of the work in the passing game. Uh, penalties were six and six. One turnover for Cleveland. We just talked about the crippling turnover. Four punts for the Browns. Only one for New England. Six New England touchdowns to one from Cleveland, including also a field goal for New England. And time of possession, 34 minutes for New England and 25 minutes for Cleveland. So, um, yeah, Jarvis Landry, four catches for 26. Austin Hooper, four for 25. Hunter, sorry, Harrison Bryant, two for 18. Donovan Peoples-Jones, one for 16. David Njoku, one for 11. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, I don't know what the answer is on offense. Uh, it's, it's, I'm seen as this residential hater of the quarterback. (laughs) Clearly Kevin Stefanski is a smart dude. I think he's a very intelligent offensive mind and I think he can put together plans that can work. I have to watch the tape. Uh, I hate to say that, but there were just, it was just a miserable effort. Did he give up on the run? I don't think so. Joel Batonio came out after the game and even mentioned it. There was a lot of shots thrown at the coaches 
from Miles Garrett saying that we're not we're not making changes on the sideline and when we had extended periods of time which I think would include halftime they weren't making changes Joel Batonio kind of in a way referenced the fact of how they came out on their first drive and then their second drive they struggled and moving forward the second drive they run on first down for three yards throw the next two and if you you run on second and seven you get the angry people tweeting about running on second and long then third down, they throw a terrible interception. It's 14-7. Come back out, throw for two first downs, run. Uh, so you throw two plays, two first downs, throwing. Cool, great. Then they run on second down and 10 and get nothing, two yards. And then they throw an incomplete on third down. They punt, and all of a sudden, it's 21-7. And you have to, you, you have to play catch-up. But all I'm going to say is this. If you're afraid of throwing the football, you don't think your offense can have success throwing the football then that's all you need to know about the person involved in throwing the football. You don't have faith in Baker Mayfield. It's okay to admit that. He's not playing well. He's he's very limited as a quarterback right now. He's unwilling to run. He's unwilling to, to, to take hits right now in terms of he's afraid in the pocket of, of getting hit. It's like if the if the pass is wide open, he'll throw it. Otherwise, there's no creation out of the pocket. There's no sneaking yards in, in, in quarterback scramble. There's none of that. And when you mix in a guy who's inaccurate and makes poor decisions, then you get 11 of 21 for 73 yards in an NFL football game. I cannot express how bad that is, how bad he was today. And you can blame Kevin Stefanski, and it's the scheme's fault, and I, I think you got to really look in the mirror about who's who's trying to do things within the scheme. You can abandon Kevin Stefanski. I think it's like you want Alex Van Pelt to call plays. He's called plays once in his life. Back in his Buffalo days, like a decade ago, he called a, a, a championship game where they were fine. But like, if you want him to call plays, that's cool. If you want Kevin Stefanski to give up the thing he was hired to do, I guess that's cool, man. I guess it's cool. I just... I can't ignore the quarterback play. Like he is supposed to lift your team up in crisis. Like your quarterback is supposed to be the reason you overcome not having your top two running backs. He's not doing any of that. And if the shoulder's too hurt to play, then sit. But if you're playing, then you're supposed to be the guy making those those things happen. That's why you want to be a thirty million dollar quarterback. I don't think it needs to even be said. I. I don't know what, if you don't see it, I don't know what you're watching. They're playing a different game right now. I mean, Mac Jones only threw for 198, but he was 19 of 23, decisive, accurate, stood in the pocket, delivered among some chaos, three touchdowns for him. This It was night and day different. It was night and day different, man. And that's just like, if you, if you realistically are watching the Browns offense, when they're not running the football well. Again, against the Bengals, they got a pick six, and they jumped out early, and they ran the football well. If they don't run the football well, and Cleveland was obviously after the first possession not running the football well, then it falls on the quarterback to make plays, and he's not making any plays that make the team better. He is a take-what's-there-and-sometimes-not-even-taking-what's-there quarterback. He's not creating. He doesn't throw into tight windows enough. He had Listen, he had a great game last week, but look at the situation. They were out in front almost all game. It's the career thing here now. When has Baker, more than like two times in your, your thought, he doesn't lift them up when everything around him is not going perfectly. I hope he can figure it out. They got they're stuck with him, man. They got him another year. 
Um, the rest of this year into next year, he's already he's already committed to the eighteen million next year. I don't know what they'll do. I, you can blame whoever you want to blame. I thought the offense, everybody was bad today. I, I didn't think anybody rose to the occasion, and I'm talking the defense too, which was just miserable. John Johnson, I've tried to support him all year. I really can't defend anything he did in that game today. It was terrible coverage, terrible run fits. Um, I don't know, guys. I got to break it down. I, I know the defense played terrible point-of-attack football in terms of they seemed to pack it in after the first few drives where they couldn't get a stop on third and long, and then they were over-pursuing and missing tackles and not reading reverses and not feeling out screens. Joe Woods has some serious questions to answer why the talent, which is so talented on that side of the ball, is not consistently playing better football. And the third down thing is their biggest issue. Now, they've had, they've given up 14, 15, 16 in the last three weeks. They've been fine. They've been pretty solid, pretty good. But this is what I'm saying. They're, they're yo-yoing. The defense goes up and down, man. It's a roller coaster with this group. They'll have these three great weeks and a terrible week that costs them a game. And that's why they're 5-5. Five and five. You know, they they let games slip away that they should have won earlier in the year, and that's why you're not seven and three and you're five and five. So listen, we could go to one extreme to the other, and I get it off the cuff stuff here with, with a knee-jerk reaction. I'm really not trying to do that. My feelings have not changed on Baker Mayfield in terms of the elevation aspect of the quarterback. I think Baker can play well when he's in perfect situations in a pocket, when he comes off play action clean and the read is is very defined and when he doesn't have to lift up the players around him, meaning throw into tight windows consistently to beat coverage or outsmart a defense by audibling or throwing hot or or deducing how they're playing coverage and manipulating the pocket to get where he needs to go to throw the football. He doesn't do that stuff. If he ever does, I think at this point I will be surprised. So the question then begs, can you win a Super Bowl with Baker Mayfield? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. All I know is that Super Bowl winning teams – don't lose 45-7 to in New England in a game that really dictated a lot of their playoff future. 71% was the number you could have gotten up to, or high 60s, if you won this game for playoff probability. They knew that. You're down in the 30s for playoff probability now, and you really got handed to you in this game. This was never close. It was 24-7 at half, and... The Patriots did whatever they wanted to the rest of the game, and there was a whole lot of quit going on. And then you hear a whole lot of comments after the game kind of pinpointing coaches as as the scapegoats for what happened. And listen, it could be the coaches. Kevin, it's, all, it's ultimately on Kevin Stefanski when his team shows up and lays an egg. And they've laid multiple, multiple eggs this season. They've done this three. I consider the, 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 the Pittsburgh game. I consider the Arizona game. And I consider this game. All three have been games that have told me this team is nowhere near as consistent as a, a, a team needs to be to go where they think they're going or we think they could go. So, you know, I get it. You know, Buffalo loses to Jacksonville last week. You never get too high. You never get too low. But I was disgusted by it. I'm sure you were as fans. You should have been. And you can wash it away and do whatever you want to do. But the data is 10 weeks of data now. And... They don't have any receiver trending for over 600 yards. They're not a functionable throwing football team. Even when Baker was playing so well last week, they didn't even get to 250 yards. They don't throw the football well. And in the modern game, you cannot rely on running backs to carry the burden. You have got to throw the football downfield, make plays, and it's not happening. 
Could you consider? You could make again. You can make whatever excuse you want. I praised Baker Mayfield for his play last week, but the points about Baker are very, very obvious, and they have not changed for a while. Can he elevate when the team around him suffers? Because that is what quarterbacks have to do when they go from eating ten to fifteen million in cap on their rookie deal to all of a sudden being up to $35 million in their next contract because that takes away a playmaker or two. That takes away an offensive lineman or two. And you have to then elevate everybody else. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I don't see it. I'm not trying to be a residential Baker Mayfield hater. I'm just telling you I don't see it. I want to be proven wrong. His shoulders jacked up. That's cool. But the guy is four years deep in data and this 10-week data of your Cleveland Browns. It's like, yeah, it's one law. You can ignore all this stuff all you want, but this team... This team is not where we thought they would be after 10 weeks. And even if they were 6-4 and four right now, maybe not 5-5, five and five, the holes are obvious here. There are problems that need fixed from the top to the bottom, and I don't know if that can happen in the last seven weeks of the NFL season. We will see. I will watch the tape over the next two days. I will try to inform you on what I see. As of right now, I am not encouraged. I don't know how you could be encouraged if you're a super optimistic person and you say, hey, I can wad this game up and throw it away and never think about it. I still think they're on the path of the playoffs. I still got optimism about the offense. I think they're going places still. They get Nick Chubb back and they probably get back Kareem Hunt in the next few weeks. But again, that lies the bigger, there lies the bigger issue. You have to have running backs, these running backs, to make your offense any kind of respectable. So the formula is for the Cleveland Browns, you get up early and you have to be up. If you're not up, if you're not leading, if you fall behind at all, it's over. To have two quarterbacks combined for 118 yards, one of which your starter go 11 of 21 for 73, it feels like an era bygone era of football. That's what it feels like. They had no ability to throw the football on New England today. They were outplayed. They were outcoached, and that's so unacceptable because New England is, they're still at New England. They always find a way to play with the sum is larger than the individual parts. I don't know how Cleveland fixes it. They have clear talent. They don't seem to consistently week-to-week translate, and that's what they're talking about. That's what Kevin's talking about. They do not translate any consistency and it comes down to the leadership in charge of both aspects from the from the from the 
position group coaches to the coordinators to the head coach, they have to be better. I'm not trying to fire people. I'm just saying you got to be held responsible when your team does this. And that's, you know, you can get kind of granular and study the ins and outs. I think the offense is pretty clearly being held back in how they have to structure it. But, you know, <laughs> the defense is a problem too. They're not responding in the players, the leadership. This falls on the leaders in the locker room, man. This kind of effort is it's just very disappointing. And I hope they feel the disappointment that you feel, how I feel. And I don't know, maybe it motivates them the rest of the way. I, I'm tired of saying that. I'm tired of saying this could be a turning point game or this could be a game that launches them. Who knows? They're unexpected. They're they're last week we thought they would roll into the Bengals game with all those distractions and and lay an egg. They wouldn't be very good. This week you feel like they could be good, even though they lost Nick to COVID and all of that. You still thought they were gonna I thought they were gonna win this game. And to show up and do that is like I'm out on any expectations. Sit back and enjoy the ride and see where the big decisions go, where they end up at the end of the season, into the offseason. I don't have any expectations anymore because they don't give you a chance to have expectations for them. So I'm disappointed, and we'll try to lay context over the next few days with the All-22 film and try to figure out where it all went wrong. Maybe you care, maybe you don't. We'll do Monday Rewind on Twitch. Check that out. That'll give you some more insight as I watch it throughout the day tomorrow. We'll do Chalk Talk on Tuesday. It will be an absolutely miserable session doing Chalk Talk, but I encourage you to check it out if you can. And um, Wednesday we will do uh, uh, you know the OBR Weekly and all that fun stuff. So still trying to get to 1,000 subscribers on Twitch by Thanksgiving. Don't know if that's going to happen because we lost a lot of momentum and feel good with the team and their current state of play today. Uh, but yeah, we would still love to do that. There's an Amazon Prime option for you if you have an Amazon Prime account. You can just split that doesn't mean any more money out of your pocket. You just split what you give to Amazon and it goes to us. And uh, we would be greatly appreciative of that. Thank you for subscribing, downloading, and all of the things you do for this podcast. Again, we'll get more detail-oriented over the next few days. Nobody has all the answers right now. Have to watch the game over. Have to have the right angles to understand it. I promise to get there for you. Have a great Monday, if you can. Sucky Monday from a football perspective, but hopefully a great personal life situation on Monday for you. Hey, we still believe the ultimate goal is to get to the playoffs could happen. I don't know if it will. Don't feel great about it, but they could. So if you're trying to find some optimism, uh, this might not be the great podcast for you, but it's still in front of them. They can still get there. So, you know, we'll close with our usual, guys. Have a great Monday, and go Browns. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance.
Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.